Good day to you. We are reading in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. We are ready to read chapter 14. Now we had, in our last session, we had read chapter 13. And we had, let's see, Paul and Barnabas had basically been run out <laughs> of Antioch of Pisidia um, by the Jews who had incited people of high standing to be against them. So, they had taught, though, to some, some Gentiles the, uh, the gospel of the Lord. And there's a good example in 13 of how uh, Paul was teaching, teaching in the synagogue and teaching the gospel of Jesus. Alright, so, but let's move on because they had been run out, basically, and they went to Iconium. So that's where we're going to be in chapter 14. Chapter 14, verse 1, Now at Iconium they entered together into the Jewish synagogue and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. So they attracted both Jews and Gentiles, Greeks being Gentiles. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. Wow. <clears throat> Oh, and, and when it says brothers, it, it, it means brothers and sisters. It means, you know, others, all the others. Um, wow, so let's see. Let me read that again. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. Now, when they say the Jews here, they mean the non-Christian Jews, the ones who chose not to believe. Hmm. Okay. So when an attempt was made by both Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lactus. I'm just going to say Lyconia, that's probably not quite right, and to the surrounding country. And there they continued to preach the gospel. So, okay, so here again, so now once the Jews had stirred up, the, the unbelieving Jews had stirred up the unbelieving Gentiles, and I guess they all came together to try to get them stoned. Well, they learned of it and they, they left. Hmm. All right, so I, I didn't remember this little this little bit so that's that's uh something to remember that the un you know unbelievers it doesn't matter they they can if they decide for some reason to uh, be offended at your belief for whatever reason see i don't know i guess i can kind of understand the jews feel like that that it's a corruption of their teaching but the why the unbelievers why the gentiles would care I, i'm not sure nonetheless I'm going to move on. I just uh, I'm kind of wondering why the Gentiles would care. Nonetheless, verse 8. Now at Lystra there was a man sitting who could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul speaking, and Paul looking intently at him, and seeing that he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in Lyconian, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. 
Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes because he was the chief speaker. Oh, I see. So they were confusing them with the Greek gods. Okay. <clears throat> and the priest of Zeus, whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifice with the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out into the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you, and we bring you good news that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In past generations he allowed all the nations to walk in their own ways, yet he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. Even with these words, they scarcely restrained the people from offering sacrifice to them. So these people obviously really believed in, in the Greek uh, pantheon. And having witnessed that miracle, that was their immediate thought, that this was from the gods, rather than being from the god. But the Jews came from Antioch. And Iconium. Well, let's hold on a minute. I feel like there's a little more there. Um, there's probably there's there's really a lot more here. There's always a lot more here. I know I do not always um, speak about every little thing because sometimes I don't have. Um, I feel like the word speaks for itself. I, I don't feel like I really am adding a lot of value by just speaking a lot. So. But, in, you know, in this case, uh, it's it's sad that these people even, you know, they see this miracle and even though he they had been, you know, Paul and Barnabas had been teaching them. Yeah, Paul had been speaking and they had been teaching them. They, they didn't, you know, they didn't get it. They didn't catch on. They still wanted to believe in their, their old pantheon of gods. And so they mistook and misunderstood, and they wanted to do a sacrifice to them and all that. And uh, But it sounds like Paul and Barnabas really, I mean, <laughs> barely restrained them, but, uh, but at least did try to straighten them out. And uh, I guess that's something they had to fight, a, a fight against. They had to fight against that natural inclination of people to believe what they had been told their whole lives. Their whole lives they had been taught about these pantheons of gods. And they didn't know God or Jesus, so they weren't familiar with that. So, you know, sometimes what's been passed down to you over the time, over the decades, the centuries, that's what you know and that's what you stick with. And sometimes, you know, we need to be able to examine ourselves and say, but is it really correct? Is it what we should be doing? You know, sometimes you're going to find no. No, even though I've done that my whole life, that's really not what I should be doing. And sometimes you're going to be like, well, this is fine. It doesn't hurt anything. So, just just mentioning. Alright, so Paul, let's see, um, verse 19. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium, and having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. Now here they went. They turned on a dime from wanting to do an offering to stoning him 
and throwing him out of the city. So where were these people that wanted to do the offering? Are these the same people? Did they did they convince them to change the did you know they say having persuaded the crowds? So it's it's amazing. But um Alright, but when the disciples gathered about him, he rose up and entered the city, and on the next day he went on with Barnabas to Derby. So they stoned him, they thought he was dead. I'm I'm sure he was unconscious. And uh, he wasn't dead. But wow, um, the, how quickly things turn. And and that's because people didn't understand and didn't believe correctly. And then, of course, you have these leaders of the Jews who are against the Christian church. And they're, you know, Paul was working for them, and now he's working against them. So I'm sure they want to get rid of him. <clears throat> now, anyway. So the next day he went on with Barnabas to Derby. When they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and saying that through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church, with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Okay, so as they went back through these places, they were, you know, urging them to continue with the faith, and they helped um, appoint elders for them. So they really were, you know, making sure these congregations were established. Okay, so this is this is really good. This is how they went through and they established these churches, these congregations. It's really all one church, but these are little congregations that um, all belong to the body of Christ. Okay, so Paul and Barnabas returned to Antioch in Syria. So there's two Antiochs here, and it may be a little confusing for me, <laughs> and maybe not for you, but for me, because the other Antioch, where is that at? That was of Pisidia, Antioch of Pisidia. But you know, we have towns now. We're the same town. You find the same town, like Lexington, Kentucky. There's a Lexington, uh, South Carolina, Lexington, North Carolina. I forget. There's probably a Lexington, Tennessee, Lexington, whatever. <laughs> Most places probably have a Lexington. Anyway, let me continue on with verse 24. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. That's, or maybe that's Adalia. It looks like Atalia. You know, it's A-T-T-A-L-I-A, but maybe it's Adalia. And from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared they ugh, sorry. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. And they remained no little time with the disciples. So in other words, they stayed there quite a while with, with the disciples. Alright, so that is the end of chapter 14. So Paul and Barnabas made their way back to the original Antioch in Syria. I'm going to call it their original Antioch, uh, where they had started out. 
and so they had uh, helped establish and strengthen these congregations as they went. Now, we don't have, I don't know if we have epistles from some of these congregations, but nonetheless, they helped establish or strengthen them as they, as they traveled through. All right, so that is the end of chapter 14. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day, and remember, God loves you.